Check out the YouTube page. 999 The Fan. Smash the subscribe button. What are you joking about? So, since you did listen to Friday's show with Candace Cooper. Yeah. She tried to convince me that- Shout out to Candace, Locked On ACC podcast. She tried to convince me that you were, like, cool. Because you would go up to her and be like, that that new Beyonce really hits. Well, and when I hear you, when I hear this and when I hear you say, smash the subscribe button, yes. all I can see is Steve Buscemi and hello, fellow youths. Yeah, pr- pretty much, yeah. Like, yeah. but how is that? Because the, the bar is low for 43-year-old white dudes. That's okay. Why. That's fair. The bar is low. I can accept that as an answer. Okay. All you got to do is at least try, which I do. And that's, there you go. Simple as that. Maybe you should try. No. Although you've leaned into the fact that, you know, you're just. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in bed by 830. I got it. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. I have more culture than you. I do. told her I would not front. She was proud of me for saying I wouldn't front. <laughs> She was very proud of she you. She was. She like, literally like perked look, up. She goes, "Oh, okay, fine, be that well, way." Well, well like, yes. look, man, it's, it's it, look with my with my fourteen year old. It's he's very annoyed that I will try to talk to him in youth, mm. and so for like the or the, I'll reference something, and he's like, "How do you know that?" I'm like, "Well, because it's kind of part of my job to know these things. At least I'm at least am I at least more authentic than Russell Wilson?" Me, well, yes. Yeah, speaking okay. of low bars. Can the rest of our audience, most of our target audience, can they just click on subscribe? Or no, they, they have, have to, to smash it. They have, they have to, smash to smash it. Yes, if you don't smash the subscribe button, then you don't get YouTube brownie points. You have to smash it. All right. Okay. Every, t- every time you smash the subscribe button, and it counts an three inf- times. An influencer gets their wings. That's important. Okay. So smash the subscribe button. Speaking of Russell Wilson. I'm starting to be convinced that the Denver Broncos quarterback is doing this because he knows it'll get him attention now. I think he's in on the joke now because he had like a pretty awkward, weird press conference or you know post game on the on the ESPN Plus feed, and he's like, D-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-
And to your point about Tyler Lockett with the Seattle Seahawks, people have been trying to wonder why it's gone this way for Russell Wilson. I think that exchange explains why. There's an inauthenticity to Russell that uh, when you're winning, people will put up with. It's okay. Now that you're not, you're eccentric when you're when you're winning. What's the consistency, by the way? Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, uh, they could not take advantage of an uncharacteristically bad game from Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, and he's just on the sideline frustrated. And this was after a week of like, you know, I'm going to have to crack the whip. Like, I'm going to have to crack the whip and stuff. Does Does he have a stamp? In the upper right-hand corner of his of his forehead at this point, <laughs> he has completely mailed in this NFL season. I'm, I'm embarrassed for him. Yeah, it's, it's He's not self-aware enough to, to realize how embarrassing it is for him. Meanwhile, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I feel sorry for Brady. Not, it, I feel sorry for Brady in that I cannot imagine what it's like to have all that stuff play out publicly in the middle. Now, he brought. I get that he brought it upon himself. He He... He put his marriage in danger just for playing football after he'd accomplished everything that he had to accomplish. But that... I feel sorry for the Buccaneers because you it, there's no half measures in the NFL. It's fair. If you retire, as it's been ta- said before, the minute you think about getting out, you're out. Yeah. You might as well be out, particularly in a physical activity like that. So his half commitment, his half measure commitment, is what has put the, the the Buccaneers in the situation that they're in. Now, my question to you is, do you believe in sports karma? Do you believe in karma in general? Do you believe in sports karma? I believe in sports karma. Okay. So if you're the, the Carolina Panthers, then you should try. Because it's my opinion that there is such a thing as sports karma. What did we learn about the process with Philadelphia? The Philadelphia 76ers, who all those years, they amassed all those first-round picks. One of those first-round picks in Markel Fultz got the yips mm-hmm. and couldn't shoot. Yep. <laughs> who they took. Not only did they take him, they traded up for him and passed on Jason Tatum, who is a verified NBA superstar right now. And and now Fultz is cut and actually is quasi-functional for the Orlando Magic. <laughs> that, to me, is sports karma. Sure. Right? Sure. Of the other draft picks that they took, only one turned out. One of them is literally cannot shoot, mm-hmm. is airballing layups. They were smart enough at least to get James Harden for him. And I'm talking, of course, about Ben Simmons. But they did all of this tanking, and they essentially got Joel Embiid out of it. Mm-hmm. And that all all that's going to get them now is, what, two playoff series wins, I Not, think? Yeah, in the grand nothing, game, nothing, nothing. Because they openly tanked. When you look at the quarterbacks right now who are dominating in the NFL, and it's, it is quote-unquote easier to tank in the NFL because you're if you suck, you get you're guaranteed one. the number one pick. There's yes. no lottery. Nope. Okay? But you look at the two best quarterbacks in the NFL right now, in Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes in the 2017 draft was the, was the 10th pick in that draft. Mm-hmm. Right? Before him was taken Mitch Trubisky. Like, who was the number two pick? But in fairness to when that pick happened... A lot of people were flabbergasted by the Mitch Trubisky. I, I understand that, but so. would you? Who would you rather be? The Chiefs, who made the smart move and tried. Mm-hmm. Remember, at the time they had Alex Smith. Or would you rather be the Bears, maybe who weren't trying and ended up with the second pick? And you're sitting here going, "Well, we'll we have the second pick. We're going to get a franchise quarterback." Well, it, what, what these, what, and we're seeing this on the trade deadline, by the way, because I do think that. The oh, but th- let me get to the, the PS de Resistance. Though. Yeah. 2018, you're the Browns. You have the number one pick. The Jets, you're the number three pick. You're sitting here going, well, we got the number one pick. Mm-hmm. We got the number three pick. Mm-hmm. We're guaranteed a franchise quarterback. Mm. We can't go wrong. Yeah, you can. Meanwhile, the Bills pick seven. 
and they get the best quarterback, not only in the draft in Josh Allen, but the best quarterback right now in the NFL. A couple of things that are at play here. Not every trajectory is the same. If it was that easy, then every right. pick that you know, every top ten pick ends up being good. All right. So we understand that these things kind of are fifty fifty at best shot. But the consistency in the teams that are winning right now, the organizations did things to get better. Better coaching, better personnel decisions. Even Russell Wilson, who succeeded in Seattle to tie it back to the start of this conversation, there was a shift in draft strategy where if you could build out your defense or have playmakers offensively, you could take a flyer on a guy in the draft because ultimately it was cheap. It was cheap to get a young right. guy in the draft. They had, they had reworked how the payouts happened. So we right. didn't have another, what was it, uh, Sam? Sam Bradford Sam is the Bradford, one who broke the system, you. yes. Sam Bradford breaks the system, and now you have what you have, where you can just churn through these guys and it doesn't cost you a lot of money. It allows teams to develop over time, too, if there's a brain trust well, there. Well, in that window, yes. We've seen this with the Bills. Yeah. They realize the window they have. That gets to part two. They're then aggressive with it rather than staying pat. They go out and they get Stephon Diggs. What did the what did the Eagles do? They felt, okay, in this iteration with Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts is coming around, who'd they trade for? A.J. Brown. How's that panning out for him? Huge. Pretty darn good. The Chiefs around Patrick Mahomes were loaded with playmakers. Loaded with I playmakers. I know, they were. That allowed Patrick Mahomes to do the Patrick Mahomes things. And there was some question as to whether or not, well, hey, man, how's that going to work when you it's, don't have Tyreek Hill? Sure. Which, get, which, which I'll get to in a second. Well, Patrick Mahomes developed even more into the guy that we're seeing. He's only gotten better. Tyreek Hill, that gets to another team that had built through the draft, built through some tra- and loaded up property so they could go and get a Tyreek Hill. They could go and get Waddle. And now they're truly seeing what they've got into a tongue of Iowa. Not every team allows themselves to have this process because of those windows. This is the big frustration with the Carolina Panthers under uh, David Tepper. He hasn't allowed, well, A, he got the front office personnel wrong. That was the biggest one. And then under that personnel, how have they been? Not patient. Got the coaches today. Uh, they got we'll the coach s- wrong. we'll see with Federer. We'll see. Well, they got the coach wrong, and that coach making the decisions got things wrong. Because it's not lost on me that yesterday, win or lose with the Carolina Panthers, it's not lost on me that PJ Walker. Here's the irony. PJ Walker <laughs> was one of us. Was the definition one of, of one of us. It was the way of the Panther. PJ Walker was a Matt Rule guy. The XFL Mahomes, and we all understood. Man, this dude's probably on the roster because he is one of us. And that's fine. You can be a backup QB. But Matt Rule couldn't even get his guy to flourish the way that this group under Steve Wilkes has completely reworked how things are going offensively. Y'all not seeing it now? It's not just Christian McCaffrey. It's not just about Christian McCaffrey taking off for the San Francisco 49ers through a trade. And it's about not being prepared for the season. Right. Period. That's what it's they all about. They were not prepared to play football this year. This is not Steve Wilkes' first rodeo. Like, it's not even Ben McAdoo's first rodeo. No. But when you're going to prepare like an NFL group should prepare, well, I think you're seeing the results right now. I'm not trying to tell you that the Panthers are good, but they're at least more interesting now. We saw that play out yesterday in a loss to the Atlanta Falcons, which honestly they should have won. Steve Wilkes is the interim head coach of the Carolina Panthers, and here he is on that loss to the Atlanta Falcons. We didn't find a way to finish. We had too many opportunities to uh, win this football game, uh, and we didn't find a way to get it done. And um, that falls on me. Um, 
we got to make sure that we're smart enough, something to learn from. Uh, celebration penalty, big play like that. Uh, we got to keep our pores. Um, it was a great job with uh, DJ coming up with the big play in the end zone. Great pass by PJ. Um, but as a team, we got to make sure that we're smart and just ready. Take it to the next level, next step. So that's Steve Wilkes, interim head coach of the Carolina Panthers. A lot of people are focused on the draft pick for the Panthers, which fine, I get it. Uh, with the loss, they actually are third now in the draft order. Had they won, they would have been atop the NFC South or tied for the Nin- NFC 19th South. Nineteenth is where Atlanta is right now. It's, it's so four and it's four. so funny. It is so funny. But again, ahead in the division. There's one thing that I actually would have been rooting for, and that would be what would David Tepper do if Steve Wilkes actually rallied this team, won the division, and heck, even won a playoff game, turned P.J. Walker, Matt Rule's guy, into a serviceable quarterback that's helping him win games while they got two top three pick QBs holding clipboards, all right? What would David Tepper have done? Would he actually have gone and chased the big hot name in NFL circles to hire as the next head coach? Or would he have seen the results on this season and a team rallying around a guy that got him to the division and then a, you know maybe win a playoff game and you hire? We've seen this before in the NFL. What do we see with the Raiders? Versace, Rich. Who'd they, who'd they hire? Oh, my God. They're so bad this year. Josh McDaniels, he peaked in the Hall of Fame game. Right. Josh McDaniels, one of those names that, you know, he's going to be handed the keys to the Bill Belichick kingdom in New England. It's quite it's quite a kingdom without Tom Brady, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? <laughs> Should have just hired Bisacci, man. Ah, Tommy. Oh, well. Apple, Spotify, you name it, we're there. Five stars only, positive vibes only. What are you chuckling about? <clears throat> they announced the time for the NC State North Carolina game on Black Friday. Yeah, we're working that there. Please, to, please, to give oh. me noon. Give me noon. Give me noon. No, I want to be. The, that's I be the, the only def- game all year. You want to be? Oh, you that's, want the post game? No, 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 no. We root for the show, Joe. I know, but Hard I'm saying fast rule. Root for the show. I, what I'm saying though is, I would have preferred it to be at night. Nope. So I can go see it. Nope. I want it at noon, and we're the de facto post game show. Well, sorry, three thirty. Did what? Really? Three thirty. I can't do a show with you. I can't do a show while you're watching a live sporting event. It's impossible. Oh. You can't handle it. I'm supposed to be working at that game, too. Well, you're here now. Am I? I'm sorry. Oh, no, here's the thing. <laughs> oh, the I'm sorry. Are, are, you, are you producer of the OG or not? I mean, there's PTO. got PTO. Day. I have PTO. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, here's the thing. oh well, you've been going to the game. Well, yeah, I'm, well, I'm supposed to be also working at the game, doing some film stuff, and that's supposed to be. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna be uh, here. Yeah, it's fine. I, we have a new boss, so I can talk to him, uh, <laughs> not you. Um, but also, the Canes play Dennis? that day. The Canes play that day at mm-hmm. one o'clock. Three yeah. thirty. So, yeah. So we lost. So like, so yeah. what I'm getting at is they've had all these night games all year. Wait, that, that I don't want to go. Wait, hold to. on, hold on, hold on. Wait a second. The Canes are playing at one? Yeah. Oh, we're not doing a show that day. No, that's not what happened last year during the... Don't forget about that thing right there. Oh, damn it. That's <laughs> oh, right. That's right, the television. <laughs> Don't forget about that thing right there. Yeah. That's going to be a weird Quickly, day. you forget. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Mm, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. So, we'll be on the air. You can listen to us while you're watching. Mm, nobody's listening to us. Yeah, you are. See, I'm worried about doing this. I'm, I'm worried about this now. Oh, and Tim I, and Beck Cam. And I'll explain why after this. Let's give away some meat, shall we? Let's say hi to Tim and Raleigh. Tim, how are you? Hello. Hi, Tim. Thanks for texting. Thanks for texting the keyword meat 
to 919-860-5FAN. Uh, you are now qualified to win your weight in meat. How much do you weigh, Tim? I'm down to a svelte 308. 308? <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of meat, man. <laughs> Hope you got a freezer. Yeah, big D freezer. <laughs> All right. That works. That works. Well, okay, now I got to ask. You said a slim 308. Where were you before? Uh, well, if you're asking like around this time last year, yeah, I yeah. was about 345. Oh, man. Hey, look, man. Congrats, man. Hey, look, everybody runs their own race. You lost some of that. That's great to hear. Um, hopefully you don't put it all back on eating all that meat. No, not at all. I'm going to it out. <laughs> all right, Tim. Thanks for listening, man. And uh, you, you are now qualified to see if you can win your weight in meat. So what I learned during the NCAA tournament is that you whoa 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 whoa, whoa. You, okay no 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 you no, do, you no, 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 no. there was handle. money involved in the ncaa oh, tournament there's no I money see. involved in this i see no sir see. matt freegy is the last time i ever placed a bet on an yeah, nc so, state game so i learned that i'm also learning that we're just not dennis's priority well, I'm I mean, slaughtered. he's got things going oh, on. He's got a PTO day, too. Yeah. No, him, no, I get the cut PTO. Him some hey, slack. hey, 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 don't. You're Johnny PTO. Like, over like here. I was going to say, no, this was, look, I, if I misunderstood. You're I'm holding take, down the floor whoa, whoa, in November whoa, over whoa, here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a second. Wait a second. If I misunderstood, and Dennis, you were saying you were going to take PTO to go to the game. You know me, as Jillia points out. I am Captain PTO. Take your PTO. I've told you, you too. Take the damn day off. All right. I'm all about that. I'm a believer in PTO. People who carry over PTO, or they, I, I don't get it. Use your PTO, man. Take the days off. They're your days. Take yeah. them. But you're saying you, you see, you have possible work that day. Well, yeah. It's so where, I, do we, where do we rank in your priority? Well, Dennis? here's the thing. I had this schedule before I came on this show. Well, things so change. Grandfathered in. Things no, things change. The priorities change. Yeah. I question your commitment to the show now. Wow, that's a let him eat, Joe. Harsh. Let him eat. That's hard. Wait, you, you wait. Hold on. That's another question that's important. Are you making side hustle money? No. Then what? Are, what are we talking about? This is something like a long-term video thing I've been doing for Capital Broadcasting for football in the state of North Carolina this whole season. We got Graham for that now. Trust no, him. With, no, trust, trust me, him with not, the camera. No, not, not Graham. I love Graham, but no, trust me, he ain't ready for the stuff that I'm that's doing. That's what we got video Joe for. This is different. All right. This is totally All different. Right. All right. No, just I'm just I'm learning something today. I'm learning yeah. something. Today. Dead, 3:30. Dead, dead. I, I've been like. Are we at least number two on your priority list? Yeah. No, actually, that's actually, not Culture true. Culture State's easily number. We're one. three. The OG no, they, is third on your priority list. I see now. Well, you it's, know, it's Canes. No, Culture State one. Yeah. Then Canes. I don't know if Canes is even number two now. Okay, your your video uh, project then too, and well, then yeah. us. All right. Look, I just like knowing where we stand. Hey, what about lacrosse? Oh, so we're fourth. <laughs> I'm not coaching at Meredith anymore, oh, so that's okay. gone. Oh, okay. okay, okay, that's gone. Okay. So we're back to we're back to three. Yeah, we, you we, see, you're top three. We're in the top three. You're in the top three. It's like the CFP rankings. <laughs> All right, we need the, oh, okay. the DC rankings. Right. Look, if I, I, you're not TCU over here. Jeez. Say, if if I like to know where things stand, I'm I'm a very simple man. I just like knowing where yeah. things are. That's all. I, now I know that we rank third on your priority list. There's, it's cool. There's well, a reason we have, why. we have a chance at two at least. There's room for improvement. Okay, okay. Well, that's they, the that's what you should be looking at. You know, my priority. The, the, I would say the show, in terms of list of priorities, probably two on mine. Not number one. You know what number one is? Your tape collection. ACC Panic Room. 
No, 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 no. Number one is making sure the cubicle vibes are good. Oh, that's that's Fair. number one. Buying cassettes, lava Ooh, lamps. Part of it, yeah, that's part. That's all part of the vibes. Yeah. Lava lamps, plants. Making sure that the retro pie is updated so you can play your Tecmo Bowl. But vibes. It's all about the vibes. So State now has two three thirty games coming up. All right. I'm mad about that. We I want three thirty. That's very we got the BC game. I wanted that game to be at noon. We got the, the BC game is three thirty. No, oh, well. And the Carolina game three thirty. Cog alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovias. Dennis Cox is the producer of this program, which ranks third on his list of priorities here at Capital Broadcasting. Which the is good video project's going to end right after that week. Then I guess we get pumped up to number two. Yeah, that you do. Oh, fantastic. Only we got we got nothing but improvement. No right one to go but Right up. on par with your priorities. Right, right up in there. Very excited about that. Check out the YouTube page. 999 The Fan. Smash the subscribe button. What are you joking about? So, I, since you did listen to Friday's show with Candace Cooper. Yeah. She tried to convince me that- Shout out to Candace, Locked on ACC podcast. She tried to convince me that you were, like, cool. Because you mm. would go up to her and be like, that that new Beyonce really hits. Well- And when I hear you, when I hear this, and when I hear you say, smash- the subscribe button. Yes. All I can see is Steve Buscemi and hello, fellow youths. Yeah, b- pretty much. Yeah. Like, yeah. But how was that? Because the because the bar is low for forty three year old white dudes. That's okay. Why. That's fair. The bar is low. I can accept that as an answer. Okay. All you gotta do is at least try, which I do, and that's there you go. Simple as that. Maybe you should try. No. Although you've leaned into the fact that, you know, you're just... Yeah, I'm in, I'm in bed by 8.30. I got it. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. I have more culture than you. I told do. her I would not front. She was proud of me for saying I wouldn't front. <laughs> she was very proud of <laughs> she you. She was. She look, literally, like, perked look. up. She goes, oh, okay. Fine. Be that well, way. Well, I was like, yes. Look, man. It's... Look, with my with my fourteen year old, it's he's very annoyed that I will try to talk to him in youth, mm. and so for like the or the, I'll reference something, and he's like, "How do you know that?" I'm like, "Well, because it's kind of part of my job to know these things. At least I'm at least am I at least more authentic than Russell Wilson? Well, yeah. Speaking okay. of little bars, can the rest of our audience and most of our target audience can they just click on subscribe or no, do they, they have, have to, to smash it? They have, they have to smash. To smash it. It. Yes, if you don't smash the subscribe button, then you don't get YouTube brownie points. You have to smash it. All right. Okay. That's every t- every time you smash the subscribe button, and it counts inf- three times. An influencer gets their wings. That's important. Okay. So smash the subscribe button. Speaking of Russell Wilson, I'm starting to be convinced that the Denver Broncos quarterback is doing this because he knows it'll get him attention. Now, I think he's in on the joke now. Because he had like a pretty awkward, weird press conference or you know post game on the on the ESPN Plus feed, and he's like, D- D- you know, Broncos country, let's ride. And he like he's doing this knowing full damn well that it's gonna go viral again because people like getting dunked on, or he's getting dunked. Like d- they like dunking on him. So here he is doing his thing. I think he's in on it because it gives him attention. What is Russell like? Do you do you think he was still in the air when uh, Lockett 
said, uh, it's amazing what happens when no one cares who gets the credit. Ooh. Ooh. Here's, I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like what's happening in Seattle is the inverse of what happened when Russell Wilson left NC State to go to Wisconsin as a grad transfer. And that put an insane amount of pressure on Mike Glennon, who you do pack therapy with. And Glennon, as he said, I put, look at our look at our wins loss record. You know, look at the numbers I put. I had a pretty decent career at NC State, but everybody was singularly focused on Russell Wilson at Wisconsin. Now it's kind of come back. It's it's boomeranged back to Russell Wilson, where his season's not going all so hot in Denver. Geno Smith has in, like just become a folk hero, man. Yeah, it's it's things it's, I could not have been more wrong about the Seattle Seahawks. My gosh, what a what an unbelievable oh, start they're the, off to. The credit to the Seahawks social media team that did a classic old takes exposed montage today. Oh, they took all the preseason. I hope they did because Adam Shine, I was right there. St- you know, Stephen A. Smith, all the football prognosticators on 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 Get Up, and they're yeah. just like, yep, all these takes are trash. Like they moved all the takes into the, the trash. trash. It was good. It's good. And to your point about Tyler Lockett with the Seattle Seahawks, People have been trying to wonder why it's gone this way for Russell Wilson. I think that exchange explains why. There's an inauthenticity to Russell that uh, when you're winning, people will put up with. It's okay. Now that you're not, you're eccentric when you're when you're winning. What's the consistency, by the way? Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, uh, they could not take advantage of an uncharacteristically bad game from Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, and he's just on the sideline frustrated. And this was after a week of like, you know, I'm going to have to frustrated. crack the whip. Like, I'm going to have to crack the whip and stuff. Does does he have a stamp in the upper right-hand corner of his of his forehead at this point? <laughs> he has completely mailed in this NFL season. I'm, I'm embarrassed for him. Yeah, it's, it's He's not self-aware enough to, to realize how embarrassing it is for him. Meanwhile, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I feel sorry for Brady. Not I feel sorry for Brady in that I cannot imagine what it's like to have all that stuff play out publicly in the middle. Now he brought I get that he brought it upon himself. He 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 put his marriage in danger just for playing football after he'd accomplished everything that he had to accomplish. But that I feel sorry for the Buccaneers because you it, there's no half measures in the NFL. It's fair. If you retire as it's been ta- said before, the minute you think about getting out, you're out. Yeah. You might as well be out particularly in a physical activity like that. So his half commitment, his half measure commitment, is what has put the, the the Buccaneers in the situation that they're in. Now, my question to you is, do you believe in sports karma? Do you believe in karma in general? Do you believe in sports karma? I believe in sports karma. Okay. So if you're the, the Carolina Panthers, then you should try. Because it's my opinion that there is such a thing as sports karma. What did we learn about the process with Philadelphia? The Philadelphia 76ers, who all those years, and they amassed all those first-round picks. One of those first-round picks in Markel Fultz got the yips mm-hmm. and couldn't shoot. Yep. <laughs> who they took. Not only did they take him, they traded up for him and passed on Jason Tatum, who is a verified NBA superstar right now. And and now Fultz is cut and actually is quasi-functional for the Orlando Magic. <laughs> that, to me, is sports karma. Sure. Right? Sure. Of the other draft picks that they took, only one turned out. One of them is literally cannot shoot, Mm -hmm. is airballing layups. They were smart enough at least to get James Harden for him, and I'm talking, of course, about Ben Simmons, but they did all of this tanking, and they essentially got Joel Embiid out of it. Mm -hmm. And that all all that's going to get them now is, what, two playoff series wins, I think? Yeah, in the grand Nothing. Nothing, nothing. Because they openly tanked. When you look at the quarterbacks right now who are dominating in the NFL, 
And it's it is quote unquote easier to tank in the NFL because you're if you suck, you get you're guaranteed one. the number one pick. There's yes. no lottery. Nope. Okay. But you look at the two best quarterbacks in the NFL right now, in Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes in the 2017 draft was the was the tenth pick in that draft. Mm-hmm. Right before him was taken Mitch Trubisky, like who was the number two pick. But in fairness to when that pick happened, a lot of people were flabbergasted by the Mitch Trubisky. I, I understand that, but so. would you? Who would you rather be? The Chiefs, who made the smart move and tried. Mm-hmm. Remember, at the time they had Alex Smith. Or would you rather be the Bears, maybe who weren't trying and ended up with the second pick? And you're sitting here going, "Well, we'll we have the second pick. We're going to get a franchise quarterback." Well, it, what, what these, what, and we're seeing this on the trade deadline, by the way, because I do think that. The, oh, but let me the get to the, the PS to resistance. Though. Yeah. 2018. You're the Browns, you have the number one pick. The Jets, you're the number three pick. You're sitting here going, well, we got the number one pick. Mm-hmm. We got the number three pick. Mm-hmm. We're guaranteed a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. We can't go wrong. Yeah, you can. Meanwhile, the Bills pick seven, and they get the best quarterback, not only in the draft in Josh Allen, but the best quarterback right now in the NFL. A couple things that are at play here. Not every trajectory is the same. If it was that easy... Then every right. pick that you know, every top ten pick ends up being good. All right, so we understand that these things kind of are a fifty-fifty at best shot. But the consistency in the teams that are winning right now, the organizations did things to get better, better coaching, better personnel decisions. Even Russell Wilson, who succeeded in Seattle, to tie it back to the start of this conversation, there was a shift in draft strategy where if you could build out your defense or have playmakers offensively, you could take a flyer on a guy in the draft because ultimately it was cheap. It was cheap to get a young right. guy in the draft. They had, they had reworked how the payouts happened. So we right. didn't have another, what was it, uh, Sam? Sam Bradford Sam is Bradford. the, the you. system, yes. Sam Bradford breaks the system, and now you have what you have, where you can just churn through these guys and it doesn't cost you a lot of money. It allows teams to develop over time, too, if there's a brain trust well, there. Well, in that window, yes. We've seen this with the Bills. Yeah. They realize the window they have. That gets to part two. They're then aggressive with it rather than staying pat. They go out and they get Stephon Diggs. What did the what did the Eagles do? They felt, okay, in this iteration with Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts is coming around, who'd they trade for? A.J. Brown. How's that panning out for them? Huge. Pretty darn good. The... Chiefs around Patrick Mahomes were loaded with playmakers, loaded with playmakers I know they were. that allowed Patrick Mahomes to do the Patrick Mahomes things. And there was some question as to whether or not, well, hey, man, how's that going to work when you it's, don't have Tyreek Hill? Sure. Which, get, which, which I'll get to in a second. Well, Patrick Mahomes developed even more into the guy that we're seeing. He's only gotten better. Tyreek Hill. That gets to another team that had built through the draft, built through some tra- and loaded up property so they could go and get a Tyree kill. They could go and get Waddle. And now they're truly seeing what they've got into a tongue of Iowa. Not every team allows themselves to have this process because of those windows. This is the big frustration with the Carolina Panthers under uh, David Tepper. He hasn't allowed, well, A, he got the front office personnel wrong. That was the biggest one. And then under that personnel, how have they been? Not patient. Got the coach wrong. today. I, got we'll, coach wrong. we'll see with Federer. We'll see. Well, they got the coach wrong, and that coach making the decisions got things wrong. Because it's not lost on me that yesterday, win or lose with the Carolina Panthers, it's not lost on me that P.J. Walker, here's the irony. 
PJ Walker was one of us. Was the definition of, of one of us. It was the way of the Panther. PJ Walker was a Matt Rule guy. The XFL Mahomes. And we all understood, man, this dude's probably on the roster because he is one of us. And that's fine. You can be a backup QB. But Matt Rule couldn't even get his guy to flourish the way that this group under Steve Wilkes has completely reworked how things are going offensively. Y'all not seeing it now? It's not just Christian McCaffrey. It's not just about Christian McCaffrey taking off for the San Francisco 49ers through a trade. And it's about not being prepared for the season. Right. Period. That's what it's they all about. They were not prepared to play football this year. This is not Steve Wilkes' first rodeo. Heck, it's not even been McAdoo's first rodeo. Oh. But when you're going to prepare like an NFL group should prepare, well, I think you're seeing the results right now. I'm not trying to tell you that the Panthers are good, but they're at least more interesting now. We saw that play out yesterday in a loss to the Atlanta Falcons, which honestly they should have won. Steve Wilkes is the interim head coach of the Carolina Panthers, and here he is on that loss to the Atlanta Falcons. We didn't find a way to finish. We had too many opportunities to uh, win this football game, uh, and we didn't find a way to get it done. And um, that falls on me. Um, we got to make sure that we're smart enough, something to learn from, uh, celebration penalty, big play like that. Uh, we got to keep our pores. Um, it was a great job with uh, DJ coming up with the big play in the end zone, great pass by PJ. Um, but as a team, we got to make sure that we're smart and just ready take it to the next level, next step. So that's Steve Wilkes, interim head coach of the Carolina Panthers. A lot of people are focused on the draft pick for the Panthers, which, fine, I get it. Uh, with the loss, they actually are third now in the draft order. Had they won, they would have been atop the NFC South or tied for the Nin- NFC 19th South. 19th is where Atlanta is right now. It's, it's, so, four it's four. so funny. It is so funny. But, again, ahead in the division. There's one thing that I actually would have been rooting for and that would be, what would David Tepper do if Steve Wilkes actually rallied this team, won the division, and heck, even won a playoff game, turned P.J. Walker, Matt Rule's guy, into a serviceable quarterback that's helping him win games while they got two top three pick QBs holding clipboards, all right? What would David Tepper have done? Would he actually have gone and chased the big hot name in NFL circles to hire as the next head coach? Or... Would he have seen the results on this season and a team rallying around a guy that got him to the division and then, you know, maybe win a playoff game and you hire? We've seen this before in the NFL. What do we see with the Raiders? Versace. Rich. Who'd they they hire? Oh, my God. They're so bad this year. Josh McDaniels. He peaked in the Hall of Fame game. Right. Josh McDaniels, one of those names that, you know, he's going to be handed the keys to the Bill Belichick kingdom in New England. It's quite quite a kingdom without Tom Brady, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of weird, right? (laughs) Should have just hired Versace, man. Ah, Tommy. Oh, well.